What's going on, ladies and gents? I'm Billy Donnelly, and I'm getting old quickly. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been here before, well, you know the drill, you know the deal, you know the lay of the land. Welcome back. You know what we're here to do. But if this is your first time, well, then also welcome. Welcome aboard on our journey of self-reflection and self-discovery, of introspection and self-improvement. Basically, we put in the work week in and week out here to be better today than we were yesterday, to be better tomorrow than we were today. What are we going to talk about this week? Well, you know, the elephant in the room um, is what's going on here in America. And uh, I don't think it's avoidable to try to talk about something else and pretend that what's happened, what's transpired here in the United States over the last week or so uh, didn't happen or doesn't affect you. Because it does. And it's very difficult. It's very hard to watch and process and make sense of it all that this is where we're at, that this is the reality that surrounds us. And, you know, I, I try not to inject politics too much here into this show because this isn't a political podcast. But by the same token, um, we are who we are. And we believe what we believe and we know what we know. And to, to try to hide that, to try to compartmentalize that to try to pretend that that's not a part of me this week after everything that we've now seen and learned and watched and witnessed um, would be irresponsible of me to try to just move forward and not say anything because you know I don't want to offend anyone or I don't want to make anybody feel bad um, you know what that's not what I'm going to do here this week and it's not what we should do ever you know i i think that it is there's a big difference in trying to take people's uh feelings into account and trying to be empathetic and trying to understand and another thing to try and skirt to sweep things under the rug and skirt around things because we don't want to talk about uh hard things so i'm going to talk about it this week I'm going to talk about what happened in Washington, D.C. this week. I'm going to talk about what happened at the U.S. Capitol this week because uh, I'm angry about what I saw. I am bothered by what I saw. I have a lot of feelings about what I saw, and I'm not going to pretend that they don't exist to make everybody comfortable. You know, and, and I think this is... This is a big deal for trying to process what happens when things like this happen. To be able to talk about it, to be able to express yourself about it, and to not internalize it. Because internalizing it only makes it worse. You have to be able to get the words out and say, this is what I feel about it. And so when this happened last Wednesday, I mean... The benefit for me was that I had therapy on Thursday. So I did have an opportunity already to talk about a good amount of this. While it was fresh, but still while it was early, while it was still 
Well, we were still trying to make sense of it all. And, and look, don't get me wrong. There's nothing about anything that happened that I'm confused about. I watched it all day on Wednesday. All day. Into the wee hours of the morning. When they were still counting electoral votes. Because I, I my eyes just couldn't stay open any longer. But I watched it all day long. And, you know, it was, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Shocked but not surprised, probably, is the way that I would put it. Shocked that this actually happened. Shocked that it actually went this far. Surprised, not one bit. Because we've been on this trajectory for a while with a lot of factors feeding this frenzy. And I'm not going to get into all of that. You know, I'm not going to follow the trail of breadcrumbs back to the source and try to lay out how it is we got here and why. Even though the simple answer to that is because a lot of cynical people were irresponsible with their platforms, with their words, and with their voices, and capitalized, capitalized on the belief of other people. You know, how did we get to Wednesday? Lies and conspiracy theories. And that's why I'm super angry about everything that happened. People lost their lives. I mean, some people asked for it. A woman got shot because she continued to press on in trying to essentially overthrow the government and the will of the American people. Do I feel bad about that? No. No. I'm not even going to lie about that. I'm not even going to say, oh my God, I feel so awful about this. No, I don't. I don't feel bad at all. Not one bit. Not one ounce of sympathy or empathy at all. Because at some point, you reap what you sow. But a U.S. Capitol Police officer died after he was attacked by rioters. When he got cracked in the skull with a fire extinguisher. That man is now dead. Died trying to do his job and protect those in the U.S. Capitol. When it was overrun by people who believe nonsense. Nonsense. And I'm real sick of hearing people throughout the week talk about, well, you know, we need to understand. We need to try to understand why they felt this way. Why did they feel this way? I'll tell you why they felt this way. Because for 
days and weeks and months and years they've been fed nonsense. Nonsense that their country is being taken away from them. Nonsense about this mysterious other who's coming to get them, the boogeyman. Nonsense about how not to trust anything except for the people who are telling them not to trust anything. They are the ones who should be trusted. Is lies and conspiracy theories that they have been fed and they don't know any other way. That's why they're feeling that way. But guess what? In a lot of cases, unfortunately, feelings don't matter. Truth matters. Facts matter. Reality matters. You know, we talk on this show all the time about having your feelings validated and your feelings being valid. You are entitled to feel whatever it is that you want. And no one can take that away from you. But when your feelings are rooted in fantasy and BS and conspiracy theories and lies, there's not a lot of people who are going to go forth and help embrace your feelings other than people who share them with you based on the same foundations. I mean, that woman who got shot and died, was killed by U.S. Capitol Police, she died for nothing. Do you, like, do you understand that? A woman is dead for no reason at all. I mean, she was shot because she was trespassing and threatening the safety of those within the U.S. Capitol in a federal building. But why was she there? Lies. Untruths. Fantasy. She died for a cause that she so strongly believes in that is rooted in as much reality as the existence of the Tooth Fairy. I mean, just try to process that. So yeah, I get it. I understand why they were feeling that way. Unfortunately, why they were feeling that way was wrong. Because they've been told that an election is being stolen from them. That there is 
fraud, widespread, massive fraud, that there is a massive conspiracy amongst only certain states and for certain ballots that cast one certain person as the loser that they are. All the rest of the results, no, they're fine. All the rest of the states, the states that they won, those are fine. But these ones, the ones that we lost, we don't like that. And we don't like those results. And we don't like how it's counted. And no, because I don't understand how math works or counting works. A cult mentality has overtaken a large, large portion of the American population. And I've said it before on this show, and I will say it again, I devoted an entire episode to this. The cult is real, and I hate it. And this is, this is a cult. It's a cult of personality following one person to ruin and delusion and it's a cult of ideas and beliefs I mean they they are so far in to all of this that then fortunately there is no way out I mean, have you ever tried to engage with any of them about, you know, facts or reason or logic? You're better off taking your head and bashing it repeatedly into the wall. Because you'll get the same results. Because unfortunately, that's the way that a cult works. You can't penetrate the ideas and the beliefs of a cult. You cannot. Because the, the people who are inside have been broken down and rebuilt in the image of the cult that there is no light that you can bring to their very dark mindset without them further retreating into the cult. You can't. It doesn't matter how well you know them, how much you love them, what other whatever facts you or evidence or proof you may bring to the table, it's never enough. They always have some sort of answer for it or some type of way to negate everything that you bring to them. Because no matter what, they will not believe it and you can't disprove a negative. The only way that someone inside a cult can get out of the cult is through their own awakening. For them to one day wake up and say, hmm, you know what? I've got questions.
Hmm. You know what? This. This doesn't seem right. Hmm. You know what? Something seems off or sketchy about everything that mm, we're being presented. And then once that door is opened, then they go down now that further rabbit hole where things start to unravel. But they have to open the door themselves. And usually it's because they see something or they hear something that triggers doubt. That triggers questions. But until those moments happen, for individuals on a widespread scale, I don't know how we come back from this, from where we're at. And it, believe me, it is beyond frustrating. And it is incredibly aggravating and angering and infuriating. But not confusing. Because you can see it. And you can see it when they're exposed to only one way of seeing things. You can see it when the only way that they live is inside an echo chamber. That continues to rattle back and forth the same things. That validate their belief system. Because that's the way that the cult operates. To reinforce for them, this, this is the way. You know, if this was legitimate, this was real, there was something behind what they believe. Some shred of proof or some shred of evidence. It would be understandable. But there's none. There is nothing. Literally nothing. On the face of this earth. That supports. Or proves. Anything. That they say is actually happening. None. None whatsoever. Zero. Zilch. Zip. Nada. Nothing. And that's so much of where my anger stems from on this.
because it was all based on nothing. Based on nothing that exists in reality. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And what makes it now worse is people who are out there who are trying to defend or excuse what transpired. And who also refuse to accept and acknowledge and understand their own role in contributing to what happened. You know, there's going to be articles of impeachment that are introduced on the floor of the House of Representatives to remove a maniac from office for inciting an insurrection against the United States government. And there are people, people from his own party, elected officials who were put in danger with what happened. Who were saying, mm, nah, I don't know if that's the right course of events. And also, mm, I didn't really have anything to do with this ever at all. Not for one second. And I've seen these false calls for unity and healing. Oh, we gotta heal. We have to come together. This will only drive everybody further apart. I'm sorry. But when you are the offending party, and I don't mean this in the political sense of party, but when you are the offending party who created the issue, who caused the problem, who did the damage, you do not get any say, no say whatsoever in what it takes for those who were attacked to heal. And if you think otherwise, you're just wrong. Because that, that is not healing and that is not unity. That is further abuse. That's what abusers say. To those that they abused. They now suddenly want input into how the abused should recover and respond and react. You did it! You caused the problem. You don't get to be part of the solution. The solution comes as punishment and penalty for the problem that you created. You know, 
I have a huge problem. We've talked about it here on the podcast before. But I have a huge problem with lack of accountability. And part of it, look, myself alone in my life, there have been plenty of times I have tried to let myself off the hook and I have not held myself accountable. That it's been easy for me to blame someone else or something else for my problem or my issue that I caused. Why? Because who wants to look in the mirror and say, you know what? You did this. Who wants to know that they're to blame? It's a hard thing to do. It is. I understand that. That's a hard thing to do. To say, I screwed this up. This is on me. And trust me, it never gets any easier. But, and here's the but, as I have gotten older, as I have progressed through my life, I have found that it is absolutely necessary, even after the fact, even retroactively, to hold myself accountable for the things that I need to be held accountable for. And maybe not by other people, but at least by myself. For myself. And that doesn't mean that you should blame yourself for everything. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't cut yourself some slack from time to time. But for the important things, for the things that you look at in your life and say, why did this happen? Or how did I get here? Or how did things get this way? It is important for you to look at yourself and figure out what your role in that may be. And so having come to grips with my own accountability, it is problematic for me when there are others who refuse to take that step. It is problematic for me for others who still insist that it's somebody else's fault always, all the time, that they are perfect, they are flawless, and that they have no hand in any of it. You must be responsible for your own actions. Not just for the good of yourself, but for others around you, for society's purposes, for the good of all society. We need to hold people accountable when they do something wrong. 
when they steal or they lie or they cheat or they kill. We don't just get to walk away and say, well, you know, it's going to be really hard on anybody if, um, you know, they got to pay a price for their actions. So um, let's just look the other way and hope that it doesn't happen again. What is that? I mean, if you have children, just think about that. Think about how children react and how children do things. And if they did the wrong thing, and we didn't try to course correct, how would they learn anything about what to do and what not to do? Because by this stretch, you want to reinforce bad behavior by punishing it with nothing. How is that any way forward for anything? I mean, think about just your own life. Your own life. At some point in your life, somebody has wronged you somewhere along the way. Maybe you forgot about it till now. But just think, think real deep and real hard about it. Somebody along the way has done something bad to you. No one gets out unscathed, so I know that it's happened. And I'm sure, because it's human nature, that you wanted them to pay for their actions or their words or their thoughts or whatever it is that happened that you wound up negatively impacted by. And what do you think would have happened if they just walked away? I'm sure some of them have. There's probably plenty of instances in people's lives where people have. They got off scot-free and walked away. Do you think they learned anything? No. What they learned is that I don't have to be punished for my actions and I can just do it again. This has been a tough week. It's only going to get tougher. Because we're going to continue to see more and hear more and learn more that makes what we saw worse than it actually was. And now... Now the question is, where do we go from here? 
Where do we go from here? How do we try to move forward and, you know, quote unquote, heal? Starts with accountability. Starts with people being punished for their actions. And then what comes next? Keep battling the cult. Not with physical violence. But by continuing to push back against ridiculous notions and ideas with the truth and with reality. Just remember, you're not the crazy one. And I don't use that term lightly or flippantly. But when your whole sense of being right now is based in lies and conspiracy theories and nonsense and fantasy. I don't know any other way to classify what it is. You're not the crazy one. Keep living the truth. Keep resisting being overtaken by the mentality of the cult. And on that, I'm going to call time. All right, so a lot a lot to just think about and process and, you know, let yourself feel the emotions of the moment. Because there's nothing wrong with being frustrated or saddened or angry or aggravated or any, any, any number of things that run the gauntlet at this point in time. It means you're human and you're alive to feel something when you see things like this happen. So if you need to, write about it, tweet about it, talk about it. Get it out, because keeping it inside only makes it worse for you as an individual. And um, and that's not what we want. Express yourself. Get it out. I promise you will start to feel at least a little bit better as you try to move forward. All right, let's get everybody with all the information uh, they need and you need to get on out of here, okay? Uh, email address here at the podcast. That's gettingoldquicklypod at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or in this case, you want to express yourself, be my guest, gettingoldquicklypod at gmail.com. All the emails come to me. I read them. And uh, you know what? If you bring up something that I think is uh, valuable here, maybe we'll read it here on the show. Okay. Podcast. Well, that can be found everywhere. Podcast can be found. You found this once, you'll find this again. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, so many others. Whatever your preferred way of getting podcasts, make things easy on yourself. Subscribe to the podcast. This way, when new episodes drop every single Monday, you don't have to go looking for them. They're delivered right to you. So subscribe to the podcast. Make your life a whole lot easier. 
And while you're at it, if you're an Apple Podcast user, if that's your preferred way of getting this podcast, rate and review the podcast. Huge help. So five stars for the efforts if you feel I've deserved them, and I'll be grateful for that. And if you can review the podcast, write down a few words, preferably in sentence form, what you dig about the podcast, what you think others may dig about the podcast, why you like it, why you listen to it, why you want others to. It's a huge help. So do that. Subscribe, rate, and review. And the other thing is just vouch for us on your own social media, okay? I know you use it, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I don't know, maybe you're TikToking out there. Help spread the word about getting old quickly. And you could tag us on Twitter at Getting Old Quick. On Facebook, like our page, facebook.com slash getting old quickly. And on Instagram at Getting Old Quickly. You put your stamp of approval here on the show. Spread the word to others so that they tune in and listen. That's a huge help. And we'll keep doing what it is that we keep doing. Okay, hopefully next week is a little bit better. I'm excited. It's my wife's birthday next week. So happy birthday, Nick. Getting older too here, but you're still amazing. So uh, happy birthday to her. And um, all right, I'm going to get on out of here, okay? I'm Billy Donnelly. I'm getting old quickly. And just remember, getting old doesn't suck. kind of just happens. Mm-hmm.